1: Oh, hey, guys. Kevin Goti live from the Quarantine Compound over here. And boy, oh boy, we have ourselves a doozy with Joanne Nosichinsky from Compound Media's morning show that you've seen me on every single month. And you remember, of course, Bill Schultz doing Episode 3, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Well, here's Joanne doing Greece. Before we get to it, again, thanks to our sponsor, The Fight Card Game, check them out, fightcardgame.com. And on Amazon, if you want to advertise with us, email us, guttingthesacredcow at hotmail.com. Social media, guttingthesacredcow, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at guttingthe. And hey, we've got stickers. If you want stickers, DM us your address. We'll send you some. Thanks again for listening. You guys are the best. Thank you for sharing, resharing, telling your friends. Again, word of mouth is the best thing for us since we're only 21 episodes in now. Wow. Guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Here's Joanne doing Grease. ready. Everybody, Gutting the Sacred Cow, episode 21, we can drink! Oh, god damn, we're finally legal. This is fantastic. Drink him if you got him. We've had a hell of a run here, kids. John Fugel sang a couple episodes ago, number one episode. Thank you so much. Jude Angelini for Birdman did a hell of a job. Ron Barba last week doing the big Lebowski, but now...
2: Just shredding the Sacred Cow.
1: But today, guys, we are here with Joanne Nososhinsky... One of my well, – the other half of the morning show co-host on compound, media, on compound Media, excuse me, the one half I had not had sex with. Oh, the microphones are on. Did yeah. I say that out loud?
2: <laughs> You're so gay. Uh, I'm not.
1: <laughs> Joanne did a hell of a, of a rendition of doing Back to the Future a couple of weeks ago on the uh, show. Oh, yeah? She did. They did it with uh, Karen Margolis. But the morning show and Compound Media, you can find her aptly hosting with Bill Schultz, two of my favorite people on that channel. And Bill Schultz, who also did Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade on episode three, I believe, and gave a hell of an argument. But Joanne is here today, uh, as some call her Miss New York. She's here. I got to say, Joanne, and I, love this, I say this very lovingly, fuck you. You made me break my Cal Ripken Jr. streak of not seeing the film Grease because I have not seen it in my 40-plus years of life on this planet and plan on keeping it like that. But Joanne says, I'm going to make you watch Grease, and she had no idea that this was my pledge to myself, no, not a virginity,
2: but never to watch Grease. I have to be honest. Yeah. I don't... There's a lot of movies that we've seen, that we've watched. Well, we've 21 of them. And there's been a few that I'm like, I haven't seen, and I'm not surprised, or like... I don't Has there been a movie that you that you haven't seen that we did, besides this? Is there a movie that we haven't seen? I have to look at the list of things. I can't remember, but there's, there's a couple movies where I'm like, all right, it would be reasonable if you didn't see this. This is a surprising one, because I feel like sooner or later in your adolescence, this movie would have come along, and you would have... I'm impressed. I'm impressed. If I told you I viciously hate musicals, would that play into your logic? <laughs> I mean, kind of, but at the same time, it's still one of those just movies that... It just kind of happens. It does. It's in the queue. I'll get to Oh, I, I did not see Gone with the Wind,
1: which was... Oh, that's right. We did not see Gone with the Wind. We did not right. see Gone with the Wind, right. and I did not see... That's it. I've seen everything else we've done. Gone with the Wind. But Joanne doesn't give a shit about Gone with the Wind. Joanne cares to talk <laughs> about the film Grease from 1978. Kevin Israel, what did Grease get on IMDb, on the old one to tenner? Seven and a half. Close. 7.2. Ooh, damn it. Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Give me a number. 83. 75.
2: All right. I'll in it. the ballpark. Audience? uh, 87.
1: On the money. You get both wow, showcases. Yes, wow. give
2: it to me. Come on Give down. it to me. Show me your boobs, Kev. Oh. I'm working out. Quotes. Do you guys think this is a gangbang? Yeah, you wish. I did. That was a good one. <laughs> How often has that been said in other movies?
1: Not enough. Or in as far, other musicals. Not, not enough as far as I'm concerned. Someone stole my castor oil. <laughs> I, when was the last time you heard castor oil mentioned, well, Joanne? Well, it
2: was set in a specific time period.
1: And my favorite subtle fuck you, I always thought there was more to you than just fat. <laughs> and that's a Velma looking velma from Scooby Doo looking girl. I forgot her name cuz well.
2: Those are the quotes I picked up Kevin Israel your, yourself? Uh I got so many hickeys. People think I'm a leper. Relax. A hickey from Kaniki is like a Hallmark card when you only care enough to send the very best pow.
3: <laughs> is that
2: <laughs> it? I, that, yeah, that was the one that... Joanne, what quotes stand out in your mind?
3: Um I mean, one of my favorites is yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Every time um, that Danny Zuko says Sandy, it's about, like, five syllables. Okay. um, When Sandy is, in fact, only a two-syllable name.
1: (laughs) It's very true. Yeah. Now, any other quotes you have besides Sandy?
3: Um, There's also one. I don't have it written down, so I can't say it verbatim. But um, Frenchie says it to Sandy. Oh, all girls want to end up with a guy like their father.
1: <laughs> this film on the creepometer blows
2: past 10. There is oh, a, yeah. there, there a lot. If you can get past the musical portion of this movie, there's a lot to deconstruct about this movie. A lot of rape undertones and a lot of. That was ma- the
1: 50s. And a lot of materialistic <laughs> stuff from women. That shit started long before the 80s, guys and girls. Now it's time for five fun facts. Five fun facts. Whoa, five fun, 5 fun Facts. 5 Fun Facts. 5 Fun Facts. 5 Fun Facts. Who turned down Danny Zuko? Big name in the 70s. Kevin Israel. Uh, TV show. I'll give you a hint. TV show. Huge TV show. That um, it might have been
2: the 60s. I don't know.
1: Henry Winkler. <laughs> I mean... He did was
2: already kind of Danny Zuko. But he turned it down because he did not want to be stereotyped or typecast, excuse me. Too late. You were, st- you were typecast until you got really <laughs> old and Adam yeah. Sandler decided to start putting you in movies. Yeah. And
1: Scream. He was in the, the first Scream film. Oh, that's right. That's I enjoy right. yep. it. Yep. I love that trilogy. That's a guilty pleasure. Marie Osmond and Susan Day Pope both turning down the role of Sandy. Now, fan fact number two. We all can sit here and say. Holy shit, how old are these people playing this? Well, I have numbers uh, for
2: you. Oh, my God. Before you get into that, that – and I think when I saw this movie when I was younger, like much younger. How old are we talking here? Pre-teen, teen? Yeah, like 13, 12, okay. 13. Because I had no frame of reference, and to me, people who were like 17 or 18 were so much older. It never occurred to me that these people all looked like – they, you know, they could, they rent, could, a, be, could yeah. rent a car legally, but way past that, <laughs> way past that. Um, had thirty candles on their birthday cake, but then I went when I watched it this time. I was like, none of the, literally, other than the one little girl who looks like John Totoro. Uh, no, sorry, not John Totoro. Looks like John Leguizamo even the, better the,
1: the, the, for some <laughs> reason i'm too it.
2: other than her they all looked like they should have been the aunts and uncles of the characters that were actually in this movie
1: soccer channing rizzo was you ready for this 34 i 34 mm-hmm. 34 is milf porn age everybody <laughs> Olivia Newton-John was 29, Jeff Conaway, 27, Travolta, 24, Jamie Donnelly, who played Jan, was 30 during filming and had to dye her hair from premature gray to black. Her hair grew back so quickly that her roots had to be colored in with a black crayon every day. Elvis was originally offered the role of teen angel but turned it down, probably because he heard all the actresses were over the age of 18. Oof. (laughs) Pause for laughter. It was played by Frankie Avalon in this movie. By the way, Lucy Arnaz was the studio's original choice for Rizzo, but her mother, Lucille Ball, refused to let her do a screen test. Wow, that's interesting. Not enough lewds in the writer is what I heard. (laughs) Grease 2 had double the budget, 13 million, of the original film, but only earned. Fifteen million at the box office. After the success of Paramount, from Paramount had plans for a Grease franchise featuring three more movies and a TV series. But when Grease Two flopped in 1982, these plans were put on
2: hold. What do they think this is? Avatar. Relax. Right. My favorite five, uh, fifth. Wait. Fact- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No. Please. I don't know if you saw. They're planning a prequel. That's that's in the works right now. I can't wait not a to prequel, watch this. It, it's going to be called... Oh, man, I wish we had video so you could see the face she just made. A prequel that's... I think it's going to be called Summer 11. It's going to be about how Danny and what's-her-face met.
1: They showed him on a beach in the for eternity.
2: I, why are you yelling at me? I didn't. This is my, not my idea. Very upset.
1: Last fun fact. In Mexico and Venezuela, Greece was released under the name Vaselina. Which one what? was... <laughs> right? <laughs> Which one give me that think, Vaselina Yeah. Which would think there'd be more anal sex between Travolta and Kanicki, his crush. Stop. <laughs> Box office numbers, Joanne. Six million budget as I had mentioned, one hundred eighty eight million in nineteen seventy eight, seven hundred and forty three million dollars in today's dollar figures. That's a lot of money. Joanne Noszczynski, the floor is yours. It is now time for you to cut the sacred
0: cow.
3: So, people who've read my Wikipedia page know that I love musical theater. I grew up doing musical theater. I have a degree in theater. So, I should love this movie. And the fact that I don't means it's really bad. And my main reasons have to do with a few things. First is the nostalgia factor. Um, Obviously, this was a movie that's supposed to take place in like the 50s. It was released in 78. So it was for the people who were kind of growing up during that time, um, which was none of us. So it's uh, not only hard to relate to a lot of the scenarios, but a lot of them are now problematic. Um, (laughs) As you said, a little rapey the idea of the way for the girl to get the guy is to develop bad habits while he develops good ones like running track and quitting smoking. So that's
1: a real penny dropper is watching dudes and nut huggers run around in a circle for four hours.
3: Oh man. You know (laughs) that he wasn't wearing a cup while playing that baseball. Um, (laughs) then, uh, really though my my one of my biggest problems is with the casting like you said the ages of the people were inappropriate obviously they're way too old to be playing high schoolers also sandy god olivia newton john can she not do an american accent
2: yes she couldn't
3: is that no. why they at least her listen at least australia?
1: i'll give her they wrote it in that she's from australia
2: yeah well it, they they she they tried to have her do an american accent and she couldn't and so they changed the script because if you if you if you watch the musical, like the the Broadway musical, that's that's not part of the story.
3: Okay, sure. And to a certain respect, I I appreciate that because like Natalie, excuse me, Natalie Nicole Kidman can't do an American accent. She tries to, and it's, oh, it's awful, terrible, terrible. So at least she's sticking to her roots. But I wish that they wrote a little more into that. Like, wouldn't these Americans be making fun of her? Uh, she actually took a, more, a, pay,
2: a cut and pay to when they went they discovered she couldn't do an American accent because they were going to boot her. And she's like, I'll take a cut and really? pay. Yeah. Did not know that. Not yep. part of my five fun facts. Well, sometimes I have wow. something to offer besides good looks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Those and two? Speaking, speaking of accents, um, I'm assuming that this school, Rydell High, is in California because there is a whole year that this movie takes place. It's from the first day of senior year all the way to the carnival at the end. And we've only seen them in their summer clothes, and I see mountains in the background at the carnival. Well, some of them, like Sunny and Frenchie, at times have these New York... I'm so glad you said that. Number three
1: in my notes. Why does every yeah. character sound like they're from Sheepshed Bay when they're yeah. in California? Yes,
2: I'm so glad you and, said that. Yeah.
1: And how many Ginzos in SoCal say Butana? I'm like, oh, that's cute. We're using Italian slang for whore down in SoCal. That's like I'm great not point. buying it. Thank great point. You.
3: Now, because we all weren't born then, we don't know if maybe Brooklyn was cool to, like, California people. However, I think it's just... Became very confusing for audience members. Um, also, speaking of the casting, Jan—that's the fat girl's name, the mm-hmm. character Jan. She wasn't fat. They put her in these baggy sweatshirts. She talks about dieting, but by today's standards, she is a is a svelte size four.
2: That was John Leguizamo. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> Luigi from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs>
3: Um, And finally, I will say, because a lot of this film you can't critique because it was a stage production before. So I'm trying to keep sort of like the musical aspects and that creative side apart from the filming. Um, But as for the filming of these musical numbers, there are some seriously disturbing choices. Um, I'll start with at the end of the... um, the sleepover scene Mm. where Sandy goes outside to sing about her love. She takes out with her stationery, And at the end of the, the beautiful song, she sits down by a kiddie pool and proceeds to remove Danny Zuko's face with the papers in the, in the kiddie pool. Um, that was interesting. And, uh, Obviously, the beauty school dropout with Frankie Avalon, that was a whole acid trip. <laughs>
2: um, well, so is the, so it is speaks the, speaks
3: for itself.
2: The scene where, with the Grease Lightning, where they have the whole oh, souping sure. of, that's. What
3: was the saran wrap for?
2: <laughs> the biggest what? homoerotic moment
1: of that yeah. film is Grease
2: Lightning. Don't think <laughs> that was about a
1: car, it was a metaphor for sex with it's girls. About my... That was a bunch of dudes fact, in a gay
2: well, bar. I call my
3: penis I'll... Grease Lightning.
2: Do you?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Your
2: hands, like, oh the- no! Don't call it that. <laughs> Go, Grease Lightning.
3: Ahead of myself, because you guys might be covering this. But you know what happened during the filming of Grease Lightning?
2: Do tell.
1: Maybe I don't.
3: um The actor who played Kanicki hurt himself. He suffered a back injury, and it was because of that that he uh, became addicted to painkillers. Oh. So years later, he appeared on Celebrity Rehab a few times. Um, He died a few years ago. Um, They say it's not because of the drugs, but he he developed pneumonia because his system was compromised because of years of drugs, of drug use. So really, it's greased lightning, that homoerotic number that essentially killed Kinnicky.
1: And his face looked like they held track practice on it, too. He uh, he had. Yeah, he suffers from Dane Cookitis, which is spikes on the Mm. face. He fell asleep face down in a bed of nails. Jesus Christ, Kevin! Well, it's an HD. You can't miss this. Sorry, shit. We all Joanne's not a yeah. yes. She knows we I'm right. We all can't have
2: such beautiful Aryan skin like. Well, you do. listen.
1: Take a, <laughs> sorry, guys. Take a number. I mean, okay. Joanne, continue. I love these points so far.
3: Um, also, the number. Oh boy, at the drive-in, stranded at the drive-in after <laughs> Sandy leaves, uh, Mr. Uh, Zuko, he decides to abandon his car his prized possession. He abandons his car to walk around. Did you know they have swing sets at uh, at Drive-In? I saw that. I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? I
0: there's a, there's just a, a random
3: swing set there. And he decides to swing while uh, the ads for the Drive-In, these cartoon ads to buy concessions, are playing. And there is a lovely hot dog that is doing acrobatics yep. behind him. If a hot dog steals your number, John Travolta, you're not working hard enough.
1: Oh, that is just subliminal, you know, placement right there for him. <laughs> I think.
2: Was the hot dog named Grease Lightning?
3: Hmm.
2: Maybe his butt was named <laughs> Grease. Okay. Kevin.
3: Um, and then finally, I'll leave you with the final number when they're at the carnival. Um, first of all, they're all speaking in tongues. It's, it's a whole bunch of Shabbat shebangs and, and whatever else. Jamalama ding dong. Uh, and whamalama ding dong. sorry. car begins to fly. It takes off, and I think we, we never see from um, Danny and Sandy again because in Greece 2, played by different people. <laughs> so they do, in fact, die. Well,
2: it wasn't, but it wasn't, it wasn't Danny and Sandy in Greece 2 different characters wasn't it
3: exactly i'm saying yeah. it's because they died because oh, yeah. their car well flew. well so
2: the so there's a
1: theory Did there, mr fusion run out of uh power roads where we're we going we don't need roads i guess they got to 88 miles an hour and end up in the cretaceous period you're we
2: gonna see some serious poop because we can't say shit in this um <laughs> no <'cause laughs> the in tv the movie, version in the yeah in the, um mm. so there's a there's a real dark fan theory that uh that she actually died when she was drowning when when Danny says how he saved her she, she nearly drowned that she actually died and this whole thing was a fantasy of hers and the end of them flying away is her going to heaven oh put that wow. in your pipe and smoke it someone 's been on the dark someone
1: 's been in the dark web damn
2: right or read it too long today damn right damn right wow. wait i have a, I have a, I have a question for you though, and I think this is what? an this is an interesting uh conversation because you you made a, you made a good point, but I wonder how it how it holds up just in general. So you said okay. there's a lot of problematic scenes. There's like, there's, there's yeah. kind of rape theory and there's a lot of anti woman progress themes. Um, yeah. but would, so, would, would women do it to themselves. Mind you. Well, well, not just that, but also the movie was set in the fifties. Sure. And people were like that in the fifties. and the fifties were actually like that. So do we, do we punish old movies or old movies set in old times that reflect those times for being accurate to the time.
1: I don't. I don't do that. Because I I, I let it, like, like Gone with the Wind, perfect case. No, that's the way people in the South felt. Right. It was shitty, but that's not the reason why I hated Gone with the Wind. Same reason for why I don't hate this film because of the rape scene. I have other reasons why I may or may not dislike this film.
3: I also think sometimes, like, how we're living now can kind of tarnish the way we'll, We critique films. Unfortunately, like I was immediately looking, where is there a black person? Oh, you yes, yes, that was one of my points too. People, but then I realized in that the dance scene where American Bandstand comes to the gym, there are yep. A few black people in the background in the and one of the bandstand yeah. performers.
1: Not one but that's note like third to last note, not one black person in high school they couldn't get D from What's Happening or Janet Jackson from Good Times. <laughs> or hell Todd Todd Bridges to come out and start popping and locking and out dance all those crack hop, crackers doing sock ops shit. <laughs> By the the dance. I love how they yeah. specified boy girl couples no only was very gay scare back in the fifties as well, like the McCarthyism. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I want to see the trans kids in that school. Their, those heads would blow right up the shoulders of the principals. I promise. Um I'm cisgendered just to be clear. <laughs> that's questionable. Any other points you have, Joanne?
3: Oh God, wait. I have I have notes. Wait, let me Please, just make sure that's... I haven't missed anything. Oh God, okay. But the relationship between Sanny Sanny <laughs> That's their celebrity couple name, Sandy. Um,
1: did you just entertainment tonight us with that joke?
3: Yes. Uh, b- between Sandy and Danny, um, when they first meet at the bonfire, which, by the way, did you see, Kevin? I'm sure you did. Mm-hmm. There was a puppet hanging by a noose.
1: No, I didn't see that. Yes. Well, that's yes, at the, shitty. At the
3: pep rally bonfire. Well, that was, that was oh, the, 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 the
1: mascot. That was the oh, no, no, playing. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, the, the other team's mascot. When I
2: was in high school, we used to have bonfires where we would yeah. throw the mas- the, uh, the opponent's mascot into the fire. Or
1: even kidnap their costume and Yeah, but and this one
3: shit. was hanging by a noose. Well, that I'll let it slide in the honor
1: of school spirit. By the way, one other note. Sorry to segue. I have never seen school spirit in such force. Since I have with this film, everybody knew oh. the school alma mater. Yeah. that's weird. Yeah, to I mean, we are, listen. Back when I was in school, we were doing school spirit songs. We were trying to procure nudie magazines, dads VHS porno tapes, play Nintendo, and finger girls behind the buses. That was our school spirit. That was. I thought you were just going
2: to say finger finger girls behinds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Joanne.
3: Um. So, uh, when Sandy first realizes that her summer beach crush goes to the same school and Danny tries to act nonchalant she gets irrationally angry really fast she yes is
2: really so fast
3: offended by the way he is acting she goes and cries on a car which gets her invited into the pink lady's sleepover um, it's nuts and so then when she she starts dating that dumb jock and like very dumb they really That was this Gerald guy Ford's down. kid
2: by the way was it really? Yeah. Huh. How old was he? <laughs> I
1: don't know. I didn't look that one 53. up. Yeah. <laughs> it was Gerald Ford, Fitz, actually. Probably.
3: <laughs> um, but then when she finally forgives or she decides to date Danny again, it's because he was running track and tripped. That was it. To get her to be like, I'm all in.
2: Well, and you know Pratt? What? Pratt Falls equals panty droppers. I well, learned that. And what drove me Apparently. crazy about the reunion was they – from – opening day of school first day of school to the to the bonfire scene had to be a few days if not a couple weeks they made what? it that whole time without knowing that they were in the same school how big was this friggin' school and if she's like the hot new australian girl he wouldn't you i mean second day you should know about that oh yeah and he had no For idea sure. that was that was crazy and you know and i think i think a lot of this movie suffered from the theatrical version where you have to condense time and you have to just say get past some of the stuff that we can't tell or narrate. Um, and you felt a lot of the, 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 the way theater feels like they didn't do anything to change for the movie, like to change the way they told the story for the movie. And it, it, it was very it was very apparent. Of course. Well,
3: Yeah. It's it, you either have to kind of embrace the whimsy, right, of a musical, especially from that time period, or you have to make it super realistic.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: In order for it to to kind of translate.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, and it, I, I think it'll be interesting to see they're doing a, a modern day um, West Side Story. It's
3: done. Yes.
1: It's coming up this year.
2: Yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what way they go with that and if they and I, it's it's already not following the original closely. I know there's new musical numbers and everything, but it's going to be interesting to see when they try to do a modern real movie, real telling of that story which is obviously based on Romeo and Juliet and, and work in the musical numbers. How is the is it going to translate? Is it going to or is it going to seem like this very hokey? It's it's I know it's not going to be, but Greece was like you said; it was very hokey and very whimsical, and it was it didn't feel like a movie movie. If totally. That makes any sense?
3: Yeah, no, I I agree. It's sort of like if if you're going to be campy, like lean into it. Is how I feel. Oh,
2: and they fully leaned
1: into. Oh, like a two zero fastball in the ribs. <laughs> Joey, what other points you have about this film? Why you, why you hate it?
3: Um. Well, you know, sometimes people ask, "What is Greece?" Well, I would. Reply with what isn't Greece? Because apparently <laughs> Greece is the word that you heard. It's the yeah. time, it's the place, the emotion, the way we are feeling, and yet I still don't know what it is. Nor do I. At no point do they say it's hair balm.
2: They do show it in that, in that strange animated opening that I completely forgot sure. about. I <laughs> yeah. hated those fun? credits what with a burning fun? passion. <laughs> hated those credits. I, I turned
1: it on. I, my wife's seen it a million times. And I, she goes, I said, I'm done already. She goes, it's the credits. I go, these are annoying me.
2: I just don't know why. I actually thought I, I was watching the wrong movie. Because did I didn't remember that animation <laughs> at all. And I was like, oh, I paid for the wrong movie. Oh, $4 <laughs> Amazon video. You win today, goddammit. it.
3: And by the way, so they cartooned each character. Stockard Channing's character looks as old as she is. <laughs> it's a super unflattering. I'm sure her publicist had issues with it. Um, but it's like serious like mouth lines, jowls. She
1: was it's a whore gonna... that does add up over time.
3: <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to see what else I have here. Oh, gosh. Okay. The Sandra Dee song, When They're at the Sleepover, a lot of girls really love that. Growing up doing uh, community theater, it's a very popular song to sing. She's in the bathroom. It's just a door yeah. between her and the other girl. She can't hear that these girls are making fun of her. right. She comes out at the end to discover what's happened, but you know, you're the new person at a sleepover. You are listening to every little thing they're saying. I don't believe it.
2: Well, and yeah. that's, that's a great point. And in another example of this, the translating the musical to a movie and, and it being completely unsuccessful, When they when she goes, you know, I'm going to pierce your ear. And then she does it and she's like, ow, I don't feel so good. Goes in the bathroom. She's throwing up. That all happened in 40 seconds. She went from yes. ow to nauseous to puking in the bathroom. We never saw any blood. There, no. were never, there was never any like, oh my God, look, she's bleeding. It was clearly like a mad, like in theater when you're doing like, as you, you know, when you're doing theater mm-hmm. uh, proper, a lot of stuff you kind of just have to imagine because you can't either do it on stage or whatever. So a lot of times you just have to sort of act it out and hope that the audience fills it in.
3: Sure. You didn't have to do and that in this movie. You- sometimes you forget your prop yeah and you're like oh i'm i'm gonna pierce your ear but you know it's in the bathroom off this way (laughs) let me let me bring you there right i've done that before stage
2: whispering who has a pen right do you have a pencil (laughs) but that 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 was another scene that really felt like they could have made that more movie appropriate mm-hmm. and like she didn't she never looked like she was sick she's like oh i don't feel too good and then they just walked yeah. her into the bathroom
1: <laughs> do you get nauseous when your ears get pierced i mean i've i can't speak from experience but i can't well, imagine but... that does
2: such a trick on you that fast well especially since she was well... 37 you think you should be <laughs> all right with it
1: she goes wait till i pierce your labia that's me <laughs> real boozy huh oh
3: no well right before that <laughs> she took a swig of that dessert wine yeah and she hiccuped Yes, she got drunk. Like drunk. she's drinking yeah. daddy gin. I
2: yeah. too. No, hiccuping is usually the end of the drunkenness. Yeah. Hiccuping isn't the sign of when you first drank. <laughs> Someone who wrote the
1: script and never had a drink a drink before in their life.
3: Um. Well, speaking of of a drink, segue date rape and date rape, guys. I, so so we're at the the band stand, the dance, which is great. Marty. So Marty is the slut. She is the pink lady who really gets around. Somebody's got to do it. Vince Fontaine is the host of the event and he catches Marty's eye and the two of them have a flirtation Uh, during this Me Too movement. Mm. Seriously problematic. He's a super predator. In a later scene, she reveals that Vince Fontaine tried to put aspirin in her coke.
2: I miss that. No, I missed that,
1: too. I must have been glossed over she by this is, point.
3: She's in the bathroom with Rizzo at the drive-in. Rizzo says, oh, man. She's like, yeah, I know. Vince Fontaine tried to put an aspirin in my Coke.
2: She is that a thing? She drank
3: it. What does aspirin in a meant, Coke do? I think she meant it was like a date rape drug. Uh, but aspirin she's was just, a
2: term that they used?
3: I guess so. Or, or she's code. so... You know, Ditsy. juvenile, she oh. doesn't realize.
2: Baby, I was trying to make you feel better.
3: <laughs> this is so you can't
1: say, I have a headache later, and you <laughs> tell me no. I have a headache. Liar! I put aspirin <laughs> in your coat! Bend over! Two Tylenol, <laughs> extra strength. Nice try, bitch. Spread them. <laughs> Let me see oh. that piercing. By the way, the rape overtones that you briefly touched in this for a hot second. The opening song, guys want to know how far they can get with women, but the, material, the materialistic aspect in women come out. How much did he spend on you, and what kind of car does he drive? Yeah, does he have a car? Mm. Yeah. And, the and of course, specifically the quote, did she put up a fight when the guys are singing mm. back and forth? Did she
2: put up a fight? Oh,
1: my, wow. Did they not invent rape, rape whistles back in the 50s yet? It's no, like, they geez. did not. No, it was like, oh, come on. All right. Is that an ask? Women had two
2: choices. Yes. Or take. The OK. F- or the fist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That 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 definitely stuck out at me with the she put up a fight. But Joanne, so taking a, taking away all the nonsense of this movie. What about the soundtrack? How do you feel about the soundtrack?
3: Um, the soundtrack, I mean, from the the stage musical is different. And I feel like for the film, they made most of, of the right choices. Um, I think that, you know, stuff gets stuck in your head. But again, my issue is just with how they shot the numbers. I mean, even Rizzo's number, where she is uh, talking about how, you know, there's worse things I could do. She She's just holding school books. <laughs> You know, she doesn't read them. <laughs> she's just and she's hiding behind pillars while it looks like there's a, a baseball practice happening behind her. And also the worst things she could do, she says, are flirting with a guy. Pretty sure getting knocked up is one of the worst. Things her, she, could she. There do.
1: wasn't also also awful a lot of skulking around on her part.
3: Yes, a lot of skulking. Well, when you get to be thirty-four, there's not much else you can do. <laughs> she
1: was skulking away from fucking menopause, the way it seems. I think. Yeah. By the way, I, I don't know much about this film or play, but I do remember reading that Rosie O'Donnell played Rizzo, and when I
2: saw this, I go, "Yep,
1: absolutely, one hundred percent
2: agree with that choice." Except I, uh, for the, yeah. the lesbian part, well, wasn't yeah. in the theatrical version? Isn't the the opening number? Isn't it a big number? Isn't there like a big opening number?
3: Well, yeah, because they can't do a cartoon.
2: <laughs> so that that was that song was the opening number in the in the theater in the theatrical
0: version.
3: Um, Grease I is the word. I have seen the production once or twice. Uh, I hate to admit this, but I auditioned for it once and I did not get in. What part? No, I just auditioned to be in the ensemble. Oh, oh okay. And they didn't okay. fucking want me.
1: You're gonna Can be I the uh, dancer number seventy-five at the high school dance on American Bandstand.
3: I would have weaseled my way into like Frenchy understudy. Okay. <laughs> but they didn't want me. So I've, you know, the stage version is, is also dead to me.
2: Don't say that. It's not that they didn't want you, they didn't realize.
3: They I didn't might have they been too young. <laughs> I <laughs> might have been like an actual. What
2: are you? What were you? 20, you're, were you you're a, 24 then? You're almost age appropriate. <laughs> we'll have yeah. you if you want to play an eight year old. Oof. Yeah. Any other nails in
1: this coffin, Joanne?
3: You know, there is one more. Um, sure. During the dance, obviously, um, so Danny goes with Sandy, but then we have from the other school, we have uh, I think his name is Leo, the the leader of the Scorpions that gang. Yeah. He the comes real gang. with Rizzo, and Cha Cha is there as well. So at one point, Sandy gets taken away by sunny who's drunk leaving danny open for cha-cha to swoop in and danny's just like oh well all right i guess i'll dance with her tits is tits (laughs) Dandy is so upset that she skulks off and then danny and cha-cha win she doesn't even go there How is she allowed to win? She doesn't go to the school. The principal isn't like, who are you? Who brought in this ringer? Are you a professional? This award can't go to you. No, no one says a goddamn thing. Everyone just lets it happen.
2: Well, in the rule books of the sock hop, there's a there's a allowance that only one member of the dance crew has to be a student of the school. Is this for real? No, No, it's not. I just made that up.
3: Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) I'm not, but I but I play a lawyer on TV.
0: Yes, and (laughs) it's
1: the only thing I know from dumb improv. Let's have a word from our sponsor, shall we? The fight card game is a simple game of chance. Pick a card and you are ready to cheer for your fighter and how they can win. It's a must-have for any fight fans, but also for those who get invited to a combat sports viewing event. Pick a card and be invested in the bout. It's simple. Great for all combat sports like MMA, boxing, UFC, Bellator, Jiu-Jitsu matches. Other sports have seasons, but combat sports are all year long, so you'll get plenty of use. Host your own fight, part ni- fight night party, excuse me, or be the hit at a friend's party by bringing the cards along. Learn more about the cards at thefightcardgame.com or go to amazon.com and buy a set for twelve ninety nine. dollars 99 That's thefightcardgame.com. Boom. Pay for one bill. Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews by critics. Yeah! Joanne, these are called from Rotten Tomatoes. These are the critic five- and one-star reviews. Then we'll go to the Amazon user five- and one-star reviews. So a few of these. Okay. Randall Kleiser's 1978 spoof of 50s iconog- iconography is so consciously cheesy from the outset that it hardly seems dated today. Wow, did this person watch the same film we all did?
2: Nope. <laughs> nope.
1: It succeeds thanks to some toe tapping numbers, sprightly hoofing. When's the last time someone ever said you're a sprightly hoofer?
2: Uh, I, 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 I on, don't like to brag. Lace on 46,
1: I, lace on Route 46. Yeah, I know. When what
2: you're I hoof, hoof sprightly.
1: And <laughs> slick performances, not least by Stockard Channing as the most unruly teenager in town. Unruly, you rap scallion. Right? I mean, was French kissing like anal sex now
2: back in the fifties? Was French kissing like anal sex now? A hickey from Kanicki, but a yeah. nut in the butt is even but better.
3: Also, real quick to interrupt, sure. Kanicki had that condom in his pocket
1: since from seventh grade. Seventh
3: grade, yeah. which means He bought one in seventh grade. Has never used it. So either he's a virgin, or the slut he's with wants to use protection.
1: Or he just is a everyone's a green raw dog. Yeah, I think that's exactly. But
3: like, wouldn't he want to stick with those girls as opposed to the you know the class hooker Rizzo? I mean, she was being responsible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You had everyone. Every dude had condoms in their wallet, hand in the air. I I did. I did. Yep. And they all, most of them went unused and never, you never had them on you when it worked out. Because if you ever broke your wallet out, the girl would always see the outline of the condom in your wallet <laughs> and go, oh,
2: it's going to happen tonight. And you go, well, you keep playing your cards right at Mike. Yeah. Because after a while of having it in your wallet, it would start to stick out like a skull can yes. in somebody's pocket. <laughs> That's like putting your, your cell phone and keys
1: in a pair of skin, a dude who wears skinny jeans. Yeah. Like, you can't help but miss it. I'm wearing skinny mm. jeans. Yeah. What can I say in the immortal world words belted up by Shana? I guess I was born to
2: hand jive, baby. Ah uh, oh. you know, listen, I made a, a number of years surviving through hand driving. It's hand jive this morning. The irresistible
1: kitsch, the irresistible kitsch classic immediately has you forgiving all of its obvious flaws. No it doesn't. Including the tacky acting, silly songs, and delirious dancing. Last one. I love the film's energy. I love the movie star charisma of John Travolta in the lead. I love the, am I doing this right, hesitancy of Olivia Newton-John's performance. I love that the film is so unapologetically filthy. Signed by Billy Graham. Filthy. Filthy. (laughs) Filthy. One star critic reviews. It has no kind of focus in atmosphere or tone. It doesn't even have a look. It's just sort of a floating insult. Shopping for a subject to light on. All of the characters in Greece are insufferable. The music is catchy. No, it's not. Without actually saying anything important or meaningful. Anonymous and self-competent, semi-competent filmmaking with no real personality. Pepped up by the fake energy. That's called cocaine. Travolta and Newton-John burn up the screen with all the passion of a potato salad. I enjoy potato salad. How, I, how dare they say potato salad? Better have raisins in it. Who does that?
2: I don't know. Isn't that what? a thing? People? Isn't that a thing? Not
3: in my Raisins and potato no. salad?
2: In the South, they do that. I thought that's a thing.
1: That's like a turd in the punch bowl to me. Uh, is in
3: a chicken salad?
2: Either or a gro- They're both gross, Joanne. I thought yeah. I've heard somebody talk about barbecues and going, if you don't have raisins in your potato salad, you're doing it wrong. You must be hanging out with a lot of Asians who go to barbecues. Yeah, all those Asian barbecues I go to.
1: While occasionally singing a song you know all the words to because they play it every week in small town nightclubs, ain't that the
2: goddamn truth? Yeah, they did. Well, they made it a da- they made it a, made it a dance mix.
1: I hate every one of these fucking songs because they're just played ad nauseum. Because you're a Nazi? No, because I hate. The, just, ugh, it just doesn't do it for me. I, it's not my. It's my you not have my no fun. The Amazon five star movie reviews. <laughs> Amazon five star review the Booze It's time for Amazon Five Star Reviews, Five Star Reviews. This was my favorite movie since the time I first watched this at seven years old. I'm grown now. Good to hear that, Benjamin Button. (laughs) And have children two to ten years old. Or two and ten years old. This, there, there aren't, I just copy and paste. There is no gramma, there grammar edits here. And they absolutely love this film. Two of my boys wanted T-Bird's jackets forever, so I finally had them made. Wow. Anyway, it's funny. Adult humor, not always obvious to children, musical, entertaining, or cool. But like, nothing screams poverty like making clothes to me.
2: She she had it made for him,
1: and nothing screams future phone call to parents because their kids are getting bullied because of some fruity jackets like that.
2: Well, well, yeah, I I want to
1: wear Fair. my T-birds jacket, Mom. You're 18. Oh, Take it off. <laughs> girls aren't gonna like you. Okay. What can I say? It's Grease. The DVD is good. No special features, really. But does one really need special features with this film? I, the entire thing is a special feature, smiley face. I paid $5, I think, and it was well worth it. If you haven't already watched this classic, well then, that's sad, and then you should buy this. Warning, you may decide you have a crush on a young John Travolta, and then currently, and then see him currently and be devastated. I say, <laughs> well, if you think that's devastating, well, wait till you see Travolta and Gotti.
2: <laughs> or see him in your local gym staring at you while you're squatting
3: oh
1: boy oh, sir yes. I got this from this This I got this from my husband I don't know why he, I don't know why he relates to it so much but I think he's seen it over a hundred times it is cute I think I know why he relates to this and it can be all tied in why you, hey. ca- you caught him putting on dresses and makeup on while you, he thought you were at work <laughs> this is a Caitlyn Jenner moment one star Amazon reviews Amazon! What's our reviews? This guy starts off the reviews with an absolute bang. I threw my copy in the trash as soon as I saw the words made in Mexico. I wouldn't trust anything that comes from Mexico. (laughs) If I returned it, I would have gotten a restocking fee from Amazon if I returned it. I invested lots of money in my theater system to have junk played on it. Buy American! Now, I can't wait for this guy to go out. This
2: is – if you gave me a million guesses to pick a complaint, I would have never landed on Made in Mexico. I would say – I
3: think that guy was like a Bernie fan.
2: No, I think this is the
3: same type of guy. (laughs) You think? Who goes to –
2: Yeah. He goes into his trailer
1: parking lot, trailer park parking lot and sees his Toyota Camry and wife's Hyundai Elantra, and I already is lost upon him. (laughs) (laughs) Do not, this is another doozy, do not rent or buy this film if you are looking for production credits. There are hardly any. No trade credits like every other professional release for the last 50 plus years and no re- refund either only after 2 minutes of streaming. Signed the only guy who's in theaters while the theater crew is cleaning up popcorn he buckets wanted. on the floor.
2: He was upset with the
1: credits? The lack of credits. Wait,
3: he should have waited till the end. What? Did he not
1: appreciate the animation which I did not?
3: They just didn't we, show it at the beginning they need but to like the best person. boy lighting till the end. <laughs>
1: This movie was suggested This movie was suggested for the music. I did not feel a kinship with the interpersonal sex drive of the teenagers. I think I am of their vintage, but that is not the kind of memories I want. I am not interested in celebrities. I believe there are well known figures in this. Signed Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Second to last one. This is a musical. I'm shocked. Shocked. <laughs> did someone just not do the research on this one? And of course oh.
2: Sign an alien. From last, Mars. Yeah, this last one.
1: Should have been rated R, not PG. Strong sexual content, kids drinking, smoking bad language. Don't watch Grease with the Family, not family friendly. Signed by people who anxiously await their shitty state fair with bated breath. <laughs> what?
3: Where is Oh my god
1: the the clutching of the pearls? I'm gonna isolate that one of these days. (laughs) My notes, because now it's time for us to do our reveal, Joanne. You've done an admirable job of and she has indeed gutted the sacred cow. You gut
2: the sacred cow. Congratulations. Good job.
1: Thank you. My notes. I hate the opening credits. 30 seconds into this film, and I hate every male character. Not because they're straight white males like every Hannah Gatsby fan would say, but because they're overly douchey and bring nothing to the table. In fact, these are the same type of guys who show up empty handed to a party but drink all of your shit. <laughs> Fuck these guys. Fair. Uh, It was also nice to hear the word jugs used again. Been too long, my old friend. Welcome (laughs) back.
2: Jugs. Nothing sounds sexier than calling a woman's breasts jugs. Jugs,
1: right? And that that must be a hefty set of tits if they're called jugs. You know what I hate more than people who chew with their mouth open or stand in the middle of the sidewalk? People who break out in a fucking song in the middle of a movie!
2: (laughs) It it was... This is a musical. I fucking hate <laughs> musicals.
1: It's funny how Danny Zuko got all autistic with Sandy when he saw her at school by the way. Thought what will you do? He just forgot how to That was
2: cute. That yeah. was another that was honestly that was another piece of the like the theater yeah. version not making it in not translating to a movie. Right. Rizzo is a sluttier cuntier version of Janine Garofalo. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> but she was hot.
1: Yeah. For an old, for a milk porn star. For an old star. lady. <laughs> we don't got cooties. Well, how about HPV, SARS, or coronavirus, ladies? How about those three? Okay. By the way, guys drinking beers in the top of convertibles, simpler yet fun times that we all have missed on. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh? This movie would be better, in fact, if Rizzo did make it a gangbang. <laughs>
0: don't
2: you witch
1: I sure do Grease Lightning is definitely a double entendre double laden song but I firmly believe that this is more homoerotic than the top layer shows it to be dudes jumping around in leather on cars is something you don't see, but at, uh, see at Pep Boys but more so at the Blue Oyster Bar dun, 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 dun. <laughs> by the way uh, Joanne I don't know if you saw this tonight if you look very carefully when Travolta was wrestling you can see him get a boner when he's wrestling that guy no. Totally made, totally made that up. No. <laughs> By the way, Kinnicky and Rizzo, foreshadowing, will definitely have an abusive, alcoholic marriage after he gets her accidentally pregnant for real after his graduation from HVAC school.
2: Oh. <laughs> hey, listen, that's a, that's a noble profession. And
1: and so- yeah, trade school. I'm just calling as I see it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's, that's, what, his, uh, that's what his guidance counselor would say if uh, he was around. Kevin said that with his nose in the air and his pinky out, just so you know. think <laughs> it's <of> Sam Adams. <laughs> By the way, everyone learned how to dance like a motherfucker back in the 50s, but that's, that must have been invented before fun. <laughs> the hand jive should immediately be brought back, especially in the strip clubs, soccer games, and church sermons. How about that? <laughs> By the way, a carnival for graduation, how dope was that? How nice of that school to put a carnival on? Like, yeah, was that a
0: public school? High school yeah.
2: was a lot more exciting in those times. Dude, I, guess. I mean,
1: I got a diploma, I made a party at my house, and that was it, guys. Yeah. Peace. Exactly. Going to college. Uh, explain the flying fucking car. What was that? At least back to the future. Back to the future had a reason for a flying car.
2: Well, like I said, there is the theory that they die- that she died, but then apparently the real, the, the real explanation is it's just supposed to be the fairy tale ending. And I save
1: this one for last. The very end, we'll never see each other again. And they go, well, we're going to see each other again, right? What did they do? They broke out in the song to distract people from answering questions. Let's try that out. Kevin, ask me if I ever fucked your sister. Kevin, did you ever fuck my sister? a wop ba bop wop bam boom Hey, did you ever come inside me? These three words when you're getting busy. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> hey, John, when's that presentation gonna be ready? Jeremy spoken. <laughs> close <to> the- what <laughs> that was such a distraction thing. Like, we're never gonna see each other again. A wapba What the fuck, dude? Just answer the question.
2: Kevin Israel, what notes do you have? Uh look, I did not hate this movie as much as you did. To me, it was just a fine movie. Uh, it was. It was not fine. It was. I. Uh, my. By. When I was a little kid, my sister was in in high school, and I had to listen to her practicing the songs over and over again. Which role? Uh, she was one. Of, she was one of the background people. Oh, uh, she had
1: lines as a background. God <laughs> damn it! She. She's your answer I think she. I think she <laughs>
2: um, she, and it, you know, so I think there was a little bit of nostalgia for me. But when, and I, I mean, I saw the movie when I was a kid. But watching it again, it definitely did not hold up, and the whole theater-to-movie situation, which we've seen a lot of with the live productions, the live TV productions of, of, of theater they've been doing lately, it just doesn't translate really well, because there's a, it's a different kind of acting on stage, Broadway, it's just a whole different method. In a movie, it just doesn't really translate well, and the movie just felt so awkward to me. I don't. I. I mean, look. I the soundtrack is classic. I think it's. I think a lot of the songs are fun, and they do bring back. It's a very nostalgic experience for me. But as far as the movie goes, I don't remember disliking it as much as I did watching it now. It definitely didn't hold up, and I definitely did see a lot of. To Joanne's points, the 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 awkward. The, the social issues that we would interpret today. And I think we're all, I, I I mean, I know, I know Kevin's not because he has no soul, but I think most of <laughs> us, uh, most of us, I think it's just becoming ingrained in us where I'll see something and I'll be like, well, you couldn't do that today." And yeah. I kept saying that throughout the movie like, "Oh, that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a thing. Nope, they couldn't do that either." Nope. They this would nope. have
0: a,
1: as we always do in every with every film we review, could this be done today? Yes, but with a
2: major overhaul. Oh, huge overhaul. Major. First of all, there'd be a shitload more diversity. No, the girls would be the badass gang and the guys would be like sensitive hipsters who were trying to win the girls over and that the girls like thought the guys weren't like tough enough and then they all like it all it, the whole thing they're all to be improv flipped. actors we yeah, get it yeah. and also
1: <laughs> there would be no Eugene because that would be bullying no
2: i oh i'm so glad you said that i thought that wouldn't happen with nice glasses what's with your tie i have a cataract yeah. I was like he's jewish <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> give me a number 1 to 10 kevin israel your thoughts on this film 5 wow that's a lot higher I'm gonna give it two and a half only because look the the soundtrack is insanely iconic it just doesn't mesh with me but that's fine fine the film itself I, I hate musicals so take that into account as well but the plot itself was just so asinine with all the bullshit and the nonsense. I get it, 50s, hot rod racing, fine. Boozing, fine. Getting knocked up, fine. But it just did nothing else for me. It didn't tie anything together. It wasn't, There wasn't these, these characters. Everyone was so on cloud nine about. Danny Zuko, who gives a shit? He's, he's a goof. Kanicki, who cares? <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, good. I could, I, she's probably the one I like the best. How about that? Rizzo's just a twat.
2: You would because she was white and blonde.
1: Well, fine. Poker <laughs> Sustained. No. <laughs> but the, the, the other ones were just like, Matt. But it's funny. I like the one they talking to the waitress. She's like, hey, what's, what's waitressing like? The, the, the dropout girl. And she's like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, kid, don't get into this shitty job <laughs> I'm going to have. Because I obviously fucked up in life. And that's what this film is. a fuck up. I thought I it was a major. Everyone who likes this. I, this is made for middle America, I think. I really do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be, mm-hmm. be a bougie bitch on this one. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was good. I don't like musicals. The real question, Joanne, you would know this better than anybody. What percentage of musicals that get turned into films are good?
3: Very few.
1: I'm going to guess 10% or less. A little Shop of Horror. I saw that one as a kid. I haven't seen it since 1987.
3: Honestly, I think it depends on the director. If it's a theater director and they somehow make it work. And honestly, I love filmed stage versions. Um, yeah, I did one in Oklahoma in London. Oh, with, Oklahoma. Um, I don't even know about that. Uh, oh, who was the guy who played Wolverine?
1: Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman? Wait why, does, you. wait, why does Wolverine have cerebral
2: <laughs> palsy, Joanne?
3: I couldn't remember. I was He's a puppy And by the here. way, that was
2: that was like being like, meow. That's not Wolverine. One million dollars.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman was incredible. And it was, they filmed it on the stage. So it's like, you don't have to suspend that disbelief. Like, you know, it's in a theater. So it's allowed to be a little weird.
2: So oh, Lay Miz was another movie that.
1: Uh, there have been two, sure, yeah. there are two versions of the film version of Lay Miz, right? Well, the one with Hugh Jackman, I'm talking about. Okay. I know there, but I thought there were two. Okay. All right. What else? Anything else?
3: There are. There's a few.
1: West Side Story, was that a film first? Or was no. it a, th- was it a no, play it a first? Movie. Okay,
2: all right. It was, no, oh, was it, no that was a theater, theater it, first in okay. that movie. The,
3: okay. uh, the first movie of West Side Story, Natalie Wood plays Maria. Right. It is not her singing.
2: Yeah, it yep, is that's right. It's a different right. actress yep. singing. But it is her, her drowning. Hey, oh! boy.
3: Right. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Maria,
2: no! <laughs> so, Joanne, what do you give, give Grease? Okay. One to ten.
3: You know, I would give it a three. And Whoa. here's why. Because I love John Travolta. I adore John Travolta. And one of my... Not one of my. My favorite film is Staying Alive. And Kevin, I, I feel like I've told you that before. You have. It's the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. It has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. It is so bad, but it knows that it's bad. And it is so good in my heart. And it is phenomenal your boy so boyfriend I, I watches you that on a regular basis that. with you Wait, what's that? i said your
1: poor boy boyfriend has to sit through that on a regular basis with you
3: oh we were on a flight and i was like i only have one movie for us to watch on this laptop
1: you are trapped it. did he did he yeah. say i'd rather go lick the food tray table than watch this film I'm going to go sit next no, to that he... guy who's coughing. I'm going to sit next to the <laughs> fat guy who's taking up two seats.
3: He just spent a lot of time in the bathroom. It was weird. <laughs> he was having stomach problems. I've never yeah. seen
1: Stan Alive. I heard it's an egregious piece of shit. Stallone did it, which I, you know. Yeah. Yes. One style point for Stallone.
3: Written, directed, and produced by Stallone with a cameo.
1: I hope Frank was in it, too. Then Frank began...
3: did the music. Yeah. And then we then, can the take
1: it shit. back. Yeah. Doo do do do. <laughs> you give it a three. I give it a two and a half. I'm shocked you gave it a five, Kevin Rizreal. It's, it's
2: uh, it is what it is.
1: Trash. That's yeah, what it is. I don't
2: I don't think it's trash, but I don't think it was anything great. And it was it just was it was what it was. Will
1: you watch it again? No. Will it pass the remote test? No. Joanne, the remote test is when you're flicking around in the channels and that pops up, and then you drop the remote immediately. And go. Well, I'm good for the next hour and forty five. A movie you can't pass. Yeah
3: um no and here's the issue i i realized it was on the other day i have youtube tv it Humble was on. So
2: I. Ding. Yep. Yep. I love the youtube tv i
3: was like i'm i'm not watching this so then when i needed to watch it again for this i go to youtube tv i was like oh it was just on it wasn't there yep. yeah. i went to rent <laughs> this <laughs> goddamn waiting. movie i we paid them 12 $4. uh-huh <laughs> i did
2: the i did the amazon four bucks as well It's like fuck Somewhere in the al- Amazon algorithm, they're like, people are renting Greece again.
0: <laughs>
1: What's people, going on? They, you know, it's funny. With all the films that we've had to watch, of late Gone with the Wind, <laughs> yeah. this, and then Big Lebowski, they're going to say, boy, we thought we had Kevin Goatee's, you know, taste to a tea, <laughs> And there he goes throwing a 2-1 slider in the dirt. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kevin, what happened? Did your wife get a hold of your cue or some shit? Joanne, you have successfully gutted the sacred cow. Take your bow. Congratulations. But but more importantly, you're welcome. Tell us where we can find you.
3: Sure. Um, I am on compoundmedia.com Monday through Thursday on Morning with Bill and Joanne. Tune in at 1030. You can see a great panel of comedians and personalities like Kevin there. Um, and it's it's a really great time. Um, so, yeah, subscribe.
1: Anything else? Tw- Twitter, Instagram shoutouts?
3: Oh, oh yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe. No such in sky. That's how you spell it. Joe, no such in sky. I like the effort That's she's put right. into that.
2: She did. And she leaned into every syllable like she's done this <laughs> 75,000 times. That's like when I have to say my name and I have to go, Kevin is real. Because people will spell it, Kevin is real.
3: Well, they're just dumb. Yeah, well, you'd be
2: amazed how many dumb people there are. I've had my name spelt that way on comedy posters. Why don't you just say Kevin Israel is as in the country? I've said it, and they still spell it wrong.
1: Or do they say, no, for real, like, what's your name? Like, That's not your name. <laughs> a country? <laughs> oh, what's my name? Kevin Italy? ha, <laughs> ha, Oh, I've gotten Kevin Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Gaza Strip. <laughs> <laughs> Joanne, you're a delight. Please do us a favor, and when we tag you on this and tag you, we will. Please well, reshare.
2: No, you uh, fucking creep. And tag you, <laughs> we will. Mm.
1: Thanks again to Joanne Nocicinski for doing Gutting the Sacred Cow in Greece. We will see you next You're time, awesome, everybody. Thank Thanks you. again, guys. Thank you. Take care. Bye. The Fight Card Game is a simple game of chance. Pick a card, and you are ready to cheer for your fighter and how they can win. It's a must-have for fight fans, but also for those who get invited to a combat sports viewing event. Pick a card and be invested in the bout. It's simple. Great for all combat sports like MMA, boxing, UFC, Bellator, or Jiu-Jitsu matches. Other sports have seasons, but combat sports are all year long, so you'll get plenty of use. Host your own fight night party or be the hit at a friend's party by bringing the cards along. Learn more about the cards at thefightcardgame.com. Or go directly to Amazon.com and purchase a set for $12.99. That's thefightcardgame.com.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4 dollars each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today